0: It's often been said that most terrorists are not rocket scientists, <laughs> but this bunch, boy, they're pretty stupid. Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Ontario, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits. A few months ago, I did a couple of videos and, and podcasts in which I talked about the top 10 worst terrorist group names, I looked at both the far right and, and jihadis. And it turned out this was a pretty popular podcast that I did, introducing a little bit of humor into the world of terrorism. Backed by popular demand, it's another top 10. Except this time, it's the top 10 stupidest or dumbest terrorist of all time. I've scanned my experiences to look at acts in which people were not just incompetent, but hilariously so. So for your benefit, this is my list of the top 10 stupidest terrorists of all time. Number 10 is an unnamed man who, in December of 2010, in Stockholm, in Sweden, tried to carry out a vehicular bombing in which he killed no one but himself. He was near a popular shopping district during the Christmas shopping season and he tried to carry out a mass attack and he just blew himself up. Oh well, one less terrorist to worry about. Number nine, a fictitious bunch of terrorists. And this is the film that dates back a couple of years now, 2010 also. It's the film Four Lions, which is a hilarious film about, a, to quote IMDb, the misadventures of a group of British Islamic fundamentalists intent on sacrificing themselves for Allah. If you haven't seen this film, you really got to watch it. It's really quite funny. And the only victim, I guess you could say, Or target of the terrorist group is a crow. They try to put a suicide vest on a crow and the crow blows up. So all in all a very very funny movie about some pretty well useless terrorists. Number eight is not a jihadi. It is an American citizen called Jake Angeli. He's from Phoenix and he was the guy you know, on January the 6th of 2021, the infamous attack on the U.S. Capitol that was egged on by Donald Trump's claim that the election had been stolen. We all remember that day. Jake Angeli was the idiot with the fur hat, with the buffalo horns. He had some kind of a spear or a sword, and I think he had his chest painted of <laughs> the U.S. flag. And he was pretty pretty obvious in, in the attack. He was front and center right from the get-go. And uh, lo and behold, uh, he got arrested, and he was charged with breaking and entry, violent entry, and disorderly content. What a moron. Number seven is an interesting case that has arisen again lately. This is a Canadian called Sheikh Jose Chaudhry. Now, he was famous in that a couple years ago, back in 2016, there was a set a series of articles in the New York Times by a, a veteran terrorism reporter called Rukmini Kalamaki. I've, I've talked to Rukmini on several occasions. And he claimed that in 2016... He had gone to Syria and joined ISIS. And there was this amazing series of reporting called The Caliphate. It was a 10-part podcast series in the New York Times by Rukmini and Shoudhury. And, and turns out it was all bullshit. The guy never left Toronto. He basically, he, he lied about having joined ISIS. Interestingly, he was then charged with hoax, a terrorism hoax by the RCMP. That charge has since been dropped. I'm gonna get back to that in another podcast, another crickets podcast. But essentially, Mr. Shouter rates as number seven because he was a terrorist in that he claimed to be, but you know, this guy couldn't spell ISIS if you gave him the first four letters. So he's a truly, truly stupid terrorist. Number six. Just after 9-11, in December of 2001, a man called Richard Reed was on a flight from Paris to Miami when he tried to detonate a bomb in his shoe. He is now called the Shoe Bomber. It failed miserably. Nothing happened to the plane. He was, in fact, arrested and is probably serving a very long jail sentence somewhere. I find this interesting because the Shoe Bomber was lampooned in the Get Smart film. The one was Steve Carroll. And if you remember that film, he's trying to Get gum off his shoe with a matchstick, and someone thinks he's trying to set his shoe on fire. So, here is an example of art imitating life, making fun of the shoe bomber from back in 2001. Number five is a man called Karam Sher. Now, Karam Sher was arrested back in 2010 in conjunction with Operation Samosa, which was a Canadian RCMP investigation into a cell that wanted to attack a repatriation ceremony at the Trenton Air Base, where soldiers are coming back from Afghanistan. Karam Sher was part of a trio that were arrested. Actually, four of them were arrested. Three were, all four were charged. Only two were found found guilty. Karam Share was actually acquitted sort in 2014. The funny part of Karam Share is that he was a failed contestant on Canadian Idol, which of course is the, the the version, the Canadian version of American Idol. And and he was he was trying to do uh, Avril Lavigne's complicated, not very well, while doing a kind of a Michael Jackson moonwalk. If you remember th- from those days Anyhow, Kramscher lost his job, lost his family, lost his house and has become a loser. And even though he was acquitted, he still ranks as the number 5 dumbest terrorist of all time. Number 4. This is an interesting case that dates back to 2007. On June 30th of that year, there was an attack at the Glasgow airport when two guys, an Iraqi named Bilal Abdullah, who was a doctor and an Indian named Kafil Ahmed, who was an engineer uh, from India, they lived in Saudi Arabia, they tried to attack the Glasgow airport by ramming an SUV, actually a Jeep Cherokee, uh, into the main terminal. Uh, Unfortunately, they hit a concrete post and the bomb exploded outside the terminal. And one of them was very, very badly burned. So they, they... failed miserably in their terrorist attack. And and I'm one of the, the, the funnier parts about this one is that there was some of the passengers, people milling about, essentially started to kick the shit out of these two terrorists. And there's a guy called Alex McElveen, and he told a BBC documentary back in 2008. He said, quote, I was pure daft because I gave him a kick in the crotch. Now, I can't do a Scottish accent very well, but he went on to say he didn't finch. He didn't move nor nothing. I gave him a good kick as well. In fact, McElveen, this is the passenger, tore a tendon in his foot when he kicked Ahmed in the nuts. So these guys rank as uh, not very good terrorists as well. Number three, now, this is an interesting case also from Canada and it dates back to 2017 on June the 3rd when an Iraqi Canadian named Rahab Dugmash went into a Canadian tire and for those who aren't familiar with Canadian Tire, it's an all—it's like a, a Home Depot. It's a hardware store. It's been around for donkey's years in Canada. And she went into uh, the Canadian Tire with a bow and a butcher's knife. And she tried to attack the staff. Unfortunately, she didn't have any arrows for the bow. She tried to get some arrows and the, and the clerk refused to give them to her. And then she lunged at uh, a staff with the knife and a golf club. Not very Canadian. Had she been a true Canadian, she would have used a hockey stick. But clearly. Anyhow, she was wrestled to the ground, she was arrested. She was found guilty of an act of terrorism and sentenced to seven years in jail in 2019. She came up for parole shortly afterwards and here's what she told the parole officer. If you release me from jail, I will do another terrorist attack. Well, I'm guessing that if if you're trying to get the Crown to grant you parole, you don't say that to a parole officer. Number two is actually a couple, and again, back to Canada, this is John Kurody and Amanda, uh, John Nuttall rather, and Amanda Kurody, who on Canada Day back in 2013, tried to explode pressure cooker bombs on the grounds of the BC legislature in Victoria to coincide with Canada Day celebrations. They were found guilty in 2015 by a jury of conspiracy to commit terrorism. They were Later, the judge threw the charges out based on entrapment, one of the worst decisions in Canadian legal history according to me. But why they rank as a stupid bunch of terrorists is that while they were planning their attack, they were sharing their information with an RCMP agent. In other words, the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, which was investigating these losers knew everything exactly as it was happening because these two shared all their plans with them. Lesson to terrorists, if you're going to plan an act of terrorism, don't confess your plans to a police agent. Never a really good idea. And so we come to number one, and there's no question in my mind that the a single stupidest terrorist of all time is a man called Umar Farouk Abdulmutallab. He's a Nigerian, and on Christmas Day in 2009, He was on board a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit, and as the plane was landing, so coming across southwestern Ontario, near where I grew up, he tried to detonate a bomb on the plane. And the bomb was located in, shall we say, a sensitive part of the body. Now, I'm a male member of the species, and I know that you try to protect certain areas between your legs, because getting injured there is generally a bad thing. I'm I'm, I'm a goalie in ice hockey, and... I've got the odd puck to the nuts, and I can tell you it doesn't feel very good. Abdul al had the bomb in his underwear, hence he's called the Underwear Bomber. The bomb failed to detonate, though he got badly burned, again in a very, very uh, not-to-be-badly-burned place of the body as far as most men are concerned, and is now spending the rest of his life in jail. So for his incredibly stupid plan to plant a bomb near his gonads, I give Abdul Muttalib the rank of number one dumbest terrorist of all time. So that's my list of, of the top 10 dumb terrorists. Um, what, what do you think? You probably have other cases. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealis8. You can also reach me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like this content or want to suggest more top 10 lists, Get a hold of me. You can go to com. subscribe for more information, give me your ideas. Also, you can buy my latest book, The Peaceable Kingdom History of Terrorism in Canada from Confederation of the Present, available on my website. Love to hear your feedback. I'll talk to you again soon. Until then, stay safe.